United States Marine Corps retired. Welcome back, patriots. The purpose of this podcast is to expose the Marxism and the communism in this country. And I got a big show tonight is going to help you understand just how deep in our country do these socialists and communists go. Dictator or tyrant? Well, it depends. And we're going to talk about that. Who is Angela Davis? Socialists and communism in Congress. And last but not least, the Bonehead Award of the day. You don't want to miss this one. Lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it sacrifice for it we will not surrender for it now or ever the socialists and the communists are afraid of the constitution this is what prevents them from becoming tyrants of this country the constitution gives the power to the people of the country not the upper class so that they can rule the working class, which is their stepping stone to reach that power. The Constitution is the foundation of freedom and the strength by the people against the tyranny. And tyranny is the cornerstone of all socialists and communists. So is it really possible for America to have tyrants all over the country and in every institution? Of course it is. We're living with it. Look at the Nancy squad in the House of Representatives. Prime example. And there are many more like them in the local and state governments. A lot of state governors are the tyrants. They're the ones that are acting like tyrants by shutting the country down, shutting their state down. Understand the issue as it relates to the COVID virus, but the point being, the people have to make that determination through their legislation within the state of what they need to do as people and not a tyrant that's running in the position as a governor. That's how simple this is. Now, many people want to label these governors as dictators. Well, I want to talk about the difference between a dictator and a tyrant. A dictator is a ruler who has absolute power over a country. And dictatorship is a form of government where the country is ruled by a single person or a dictator. And you can look throughout the history and find countries or enterprises that were run by a dictator. Roman emperors, prime example of what a dictator is and most of us believe that a dictator comes through some kind of coup or overthrow of the government which is a possibility but they also can be elected into power and once they get into power prime example china they take over the government and thus take over the country so what exactly is a tyrant a tyrant is an extremely oppressive unjust or cruel ruler 
In modern English usage, the noun tyrant is used synonymously with dictator and can refer to a ruler who exercises absolute power oppressively and brutally, even against their own people, specifically when we're talking about the rights of the people. Plato and Aristotle have defined a tyrant as one who rules without law and uses extreme and cruel tactics against his own people as well as others. That is a good example of what a tyrant is. So Fidel Castro was a dictator. He led a revolution, took over the country, and then said, I am the man in charge. That's what a dictator is. Tyrants are a little bit different. They go through the system and become in charge or tyrants over the country. Adolf Hitler, prime example of that. Mussolini, another example of what a tyrant is. They get elected into a position and then they turn around and take the power away from the people. And this is what is happening in our legislative system today. A bunch of little bitty tyrants, not roaches. Well, you can call them roaches if you want, but they're a bunch of little bitty tyrants running around trying to take power away from you, the people of the United States. So we're going to talk about an individual called Angela Davis. She is not a tyrant. She's not in charge of a country. She didn't take over anything. However, people like her started all of this stuff in the country to bring the attention of Marxism and communism into the country and then start the process of taking over the country through the legislative system and, in this case, the judicial system. Angela Davis was a enthusiastic supporter of the largest and most lethal prison system the world had ever known. And according to NPR, it was a human rights activist. She's a human rights activist, as NPR states. Astonishingly, the woman in the article this week who brought the shotgun that was used in the 1970 Marion County courtroom kidnapping and shootout that ended up killing a superior court judge and three others. The subsequent manhunt and trial of Davis, a pro-life long communists would be a very big deal in the Soviet nations. And this was in the 70s, 1970. So why is she important with what is going on today? Because she was one of the major speakers at the Women's March in 2017 in Washington, D.C. Yes, this woman, communist sympathizer, was a major contributor to the Women's March in 2017. Davis, who had championed the cause of black prisoners and was friends with George Jackson, was indicted in the crime but went into hiding. She ran away when she got indicted. Uh-oh. Ran away. One of the Federal Bureau investigations wanted criminals. She was apprehended only two months later. Her trial began in 1972 and drew attention because of the weakness of the prosecution and the obvious political nature of the proceedings, she was acquitted of the crime. After leaving the criminal justice system, she returned to teaching and writing and in 1980 was the vice president candidate of the U.S. Communist Party. Can't make this up. Cannot make this up. She was acquitted and went right back in to doing what she does best, 
take down this country. The CIA estimated in 1971 that at least 5% of the entire Soviet-Russian propaganda budget had been aimed at propping up Davis. Davis, of all people, this is how they do this. To put that in contact, that's more than was being spent on propaganda directly about the Vietnam War. All the school children in East Germany were ordered to collect flowers and stamps for Davis. Mind you, that is East Germany before the fall of the Berlin Wall by Reagan. East Germany, again, communist country, was celebrating Davis and what she did in this country. So I got a clip from Full Metal Jacket that absolutely describes what is going on when they're talking about power and wanting to be in control. So take a listen to this. What's your excuse? Sir, excuse for what, sir? I'm asking the questions here, Private. Do you understand? Sir, yes, sir. Well, thank you very much. Can I be in charge for a while? Sir, yes, sir. Are you shook up? Are you nervous? Sir, I am, sir. Do I make you nervous? Sir. Sir, what? Are you about to call me an asshole? Sir, no, sir. I'm so as you can see in the military, we deal with situations a little bit different than you're supposed to in the civil society. The reason behind that is we have to break the privates down, get them to understand that we are in charge. We're there for their training. We are there to make their lives better. And once they graduate boot camp, then they completely understand what we did and why we did it. However, a tyrant doesn't care what you think. They don't care how you react. And after they become the tyrant, they determine every day what your life is like. That's what tyranny is. But the socialists and the communists have their way in Congress. This is how they would react if you allow them to do it. They would do this. They would absolutely come to you and say these kind of things like, let me be in charge because I know what's better for you in this country. And there's many a tyrants here in the legislative system, in the government, local and federal, that are acting the exact same way that this drill instructor does when we're talking about training recruits. So 2019 list of socialists and communists that are in Congress. Number one, Jerry Nadler, Democrat from New York was a member of the Democratic Socialist Organized Committee in the 1970s as was involved with Democratic Socialists of America in the 80s and the 90s. No more need to be said. Maxine Waters, Democrat from California, long history with the Communist Party in America, also ties to some Communist Workers' Parties and Workers' World Party fronts has employed staff members from Democratic Socialists of America and the League of Revolutionary Struggle to her campaign. They're bringing them in in hordes. Now, this is not all of them. There also are ones that are actually in office today on top of them. And you can find that under the list of Democratic Socialists of America who have held office in the United States on the Wikipedia. I got the links in the show notes. You can go check it out. Three of them come to mind that are there. Danny K. Davis, Democrat from Illinois, since 1997 has been in the House. Andrea Acosta Cortez, New York, since 
2018 or since 2019. Rashid Talib from Michigan since 2019. These are communist, socialist, communist people that if they had the opportunity, they'd take every bit of the power away from the president, away from the judicial system. They would even do it away from the House of Representatives if they were able to stand up there and be the speaker. They would change this country overnight. So this means that these representatives should actually denounce the Black Lives Matter if they are true to their cause of socialism because the Black Lives Matter has actually proven and said the leaders say that they are Marxists. So why are these people not denouncing them? Because it fits right into the narrative of them taking power and getting rid of the power that you have over Congress, over the judicial system, and over the President of the United States. And last but not least, that's going to lead us to the Bonehead Award. This is a good one. And when I put this together, I thought about different individuals, and she is new for the Bonehead Award, but she absolutely deserves it. Rashida Talib is our Bonehead Award for tonight, and there is no, no way that an individual cannot, with any moral fiber, understand the evil that is in this person's heart. She thinks she's doing good. She thinks that she wants to do what's right, but I'm telling you, this person is communist up and down her spine, and she has proved it over and again, and she still got elected. So listen to this clip from Fox News and this is the bonehead of the ward that maxes out absolute stupidity and I'll explain to you why. Well, in a recent interview, Congressman Rashid Tlaib says she has no regrets about calling the president a quote, mother effer. Swearing, she said, makes her authentic. It makes her real. Turns out she's believed this for a while. Newly surfaced video from 2016 shows a not yet Congresswoman Tlaib attending a Trump campaign event. How'd she behave at the event? Yep, she's now serving in Congress, a hero to many. Now, Tucker Carlson is using the word hero in the reference of what all these other people use the word hero. We all know what a hero is. It's an individual that strives and does things that normal people in this world don't do. Save people's lives in war, out of war, police officers, fire department, going into a burning building. That's heroes. She is not a hero, but to others... She is. So I'm going to put myself in her shoes as a, quote, hero. So if I'm a hero, then why in the world, just after I found out I got elected into the House of Representatives, I say something ridiculous like impeach the M, you know, Donald Trump. Her true colors are there. This was 2016 when... Tucker played this video and Donald Trump was having a rally on the economy in 2016 before he got elected. And she absolutely disturbed everything. And this is what she said. 
You're a bunch of crazy people. This is communism at its best, downgrading Americans listening to what is true in America. This is what she does best. And then she decides she wants to go and apologize. Democratic Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib apologized for causing a distraction last week after using an expletive in calling for President Trump's impeachment. Tlaib responded to the controversy by defending her remarks, saying she ran on impeaching Trump. Yesterday, the Michigan Congresswoman was asked if she had any regrets about her comments. What I can tell you is I am a person that is, you know, authentically me. I'm very passionate uh, about fighting for all of us. And uh, the, the use of that language, you know, is, was a teachable moment for me. And I understand I am a member of Congress and I don't want anything that I do or say distract us. Uh, and that's the only thing I apologize for is that it, it was a distraction. Let's break this bonehead comments down again. Get your Trump decoder ring out because you have to use that to really understand what this person's trying to say. So from the Trump decoder ring, this is what I get out of this. Authentically me. Yes, you're doing exactly what you are. A communist, socialist piece of crap that got elected to Congress. That's my feelings. Distraction. I didn't want to cause a distraction. You're on live TV in front of America, and this is nothing more than a distraction. You know what a distraction is? When you're driving down the road and a bird comes and hits your windshield, that's a distraction. What you just did was prove the ignorance of yourself and what you believe in your heart, your moral fiber. And so she finishes out with this. The only thing that I apologize for for is the distraction. She is not remorseful for what she said or how she said it or who she said it to. The American people is who she said it to. That is an absolute bonehead. She has no remorse or mercy for what she said. And I guarantee you that her parents and the world that she lived in raised this individual, raised her up as a communist supporter. And this is what we're dealing with in Congress today of all places, not on the streets, not in socialist Russia, not in China, right here in our Congress in America. You think about that for a while and I guarantee you when it sinks in, it's going to upset you tremendously. And maybe, maybe these things will get you off that couch. You'll stop eating those bonbons and decide, well, got to do something. Got to say something. Got to talk to people. Because this is ridiculous to allow these tyrants to tell us. Tyrants. That's what these people are. Tyrants. Just like Adolf Hitler. In my mind, they're tyrants. And they're taking the power away from you and we're allowing them to do it. So you need to show up and talk to somebody at some event of any kind, whether it's an event for the community, whether it's an event for the state, doesn't matter. Stand up, show up and speak up against this Marxism and communism 
and allow enough people in America to do this, we will absolutely shut down the media and all their crap. And you'll be amazed they're going to start correcting themselves because they're afraid of the Constitution. And most of all, they're afraid of you. And they should be because we have the moral fiber of this country and we believe in what is right for every person and not what is right for a communist, socialist, dictator, tyrant world. Please share the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. This is The Gunny out.